0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this masterclass on how to get joy through food without binging. I am so excited about this masterclass. If you guys follow me on my Instagram or my TikTok stories, I was up since like 5.30 a.m. yesterday. (laughs) Just like planning this master class, because I am just very excited to deliver this for you. Yesterday was my mom's birthday. Many of you guys saw I went to the Prices Right, which was like so freaking fun um But we are here now. I wanted to deliver a really incredible training for you guys. And if you've ever done a masterclass with me before, let me know in the chat box. By the way, maybe like put first time. Maybe put like you've been through like multiple of my masterclasses before. I'm curious to see. We got Caroline. Caroline's here. We got Patrice. We got Deanna. Who else is here? I can't see who's on. So just drop a yes below. Say hello. Um, Denise is here. Okay, I see I see a few people popping on. This is Brita's first time. Yay. Patrice, yes, many, many, many. You're amazing. Awesome, you guys. So fun, so fun. Daniela is on here. Oh, amazing. Steph, I love seeing like current clients. Um, Amy, a badass client of mine. Caroline's first masterclass, but she's in break the late night binge. Oh, so much fun. I love it. So good. Okay. So some of my trainings are very strategic. You guys know I'm like the step-by-step person. I'm like, here's step one, here's step two. Like I'm very step-by-step person, but also you need the mindset piece. You also need to look at things from a different perspective. So this masterclass is going to be a little bit of a mixture of both the strategic side of things, but it's also going to give you a perspective shift. So right now, you might be getting joy through food, but only when you're binging, right? So I really want to help shift that perspective. I want to help you experience so much joy through food when you're not self-sabotaging. Who wants this? I'm sure this is why you're in this masterclass, but who wants this? Drop a yes in the chat box if you're like, um, yes, yes. Like, I don't, I don't want to just get high and experience joy for five minutes when I'm binging. Like I want to be able to enjoy food. I want to be able to go to the restaurant and spontaneously order whatever I want guilt-free. I want to be able to just like extract so much pleasure from my breakfast or my snacks. Like I want, I want to love food again, you know? Yes, Caroline says, yes, Denise, Katie, Rita, Lisa, Patrice. Okay, so the reason I did this masterclass was for a, a few different reasons. I used to fear food. Some of you guys call them trigger foods. I was scared to eat olive oil, to have olive oil, peanut butter, bread, pasta, even a full banana. I was literally scared to eat a full banana because diet culture told me that I'm only supposed to have half. Have you guys heard of that? A few years ago, I literally only allowed myself to have like half a banana. If I even had a banana, most of the time I would just have like blueberries because, oh, the sugar. And I have so much fear around food. And I don't want you guys to have fear around food. Food is meant to be enjoyed. I don't want you guys spending the rest of your life being scared to eat certain foods. I want you to feel calm around food. I want you to feel safe around foods. Not just, not just your safe foods, okay? I don't want you to just feel calm around your safe foods. I, I see you with your five safe foods, okay? We also wanna feel calm and relaxed and safe with all foods, okay? Daniela says avocado, yes. Welcome, Jessica, so good to have you. So how many of you guys relate to that first one, fearing food? Maybe in the past, but also maybe right now. There are certain foods that you fear. Do you resonate with that? Do you feel like you have fear foods right now? Let me know. Do you feel like, yes, yeah, I definitely have fear foods right now? Let me know in the chat box, okay? I always want my master classes to be very interactive. So anytime I'm like asking you guys to drop something in the chat, give me something in the chat box, okay? Okay. The second reason I created this masterclass was because I only or mainly got joy through food when I was binging because I was so scared of certain foods. I never allowed myself the pizza, the chocolate, the ice cream, unless I was binging. It was, it was crazy because it was like, if somebody offered me a piece of chocolate, one chocolate. I'm like, no, there's no way I can eat that. Meanwhile, I'd be binging on an entire chocolate bar. So let me know if you can relate to that one. You're like, yeah, I experience a lot of, you know, joy through food, but only when I'm really binging. Like when I'm like numbed out and it's like, it feels good for like the first five minutes and then you regret it, but you're like, it feels so good for like the first little bit. I'm scared of nuts. Oh, my God, Caroline. I used to be terrified. Cashews. Oh, my gosh. Especially the mixed nuts. They came in this circle container. I'll never forget. And it was like um the container you had to like, like there was like a hook or whatever. you got to open it up like a, like a can. And then they were like salted. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? They were like just mixed nuts, salted. And I'm like, I can eat an entire thing in like literally five minutes. Nuts were a big... Fear of food, for sure. Um, food in general, causes me so much stress and overthinking. Cheese, yes. I'm scared of all food. I have no control. Okay, we're definitely going to work on that. So those are the two reasons I created this masterclass. But also, like I said, number three, I want to show you food is not just fuel. I want to show you how pleasurable food truly gets to be. And how you can start enjoying your food so much more when you are not binging. In fact, in fact, in fact, you will experience so much more joy through food that you're not going to have the desire to binge. This is the goal, okay? This is the goal. I'm not taking away joy from you. Some of you guys would be like, but binging gives me joy. So if I don't binge, I'm not going to have joy. No, 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 The whole goal It's to have so much joy through food on a regular basis that you don't need to get joy through a binge. Okay, so I shared the reasons why I created this masterclass. Why are you here? I'm curious before we actually dive in, what made you want to join this masterclass? Are you like, well, first of all, I can just relate to everything that you said within the first 10 minutes. Did you just find me on Instagram and TikTok? You're like, I don't even know what the heck I signed up for, but like this person just knows what I'm talking about. Why did you join this masterclass? Do you feel like you only get joy through food when you're binging? I'm curious, why did you join this masterclass? And this is also going to help you guys so that when I'm teach, when I'm, whenever I'm teaching in this, in this masterclass, you can come back to that intention of like, ooh, this is why I joined this masterclass. It's really good to have like kind of like an intention. Why are you here? What made you join? What made you join? Are you just like, I joined everything of Lauren? I was like, whenever she puts out something, I just automatically join. <clears throat> Patrice, <laughs> um, why are you here? I'm curious. Please drop in the chat. Okay. So hi, Casey. All right, you guys, it might take a moment for you guys to actually think why you're here, so I'll give you guys a few seconds, but I want to ask you guys, when it comes to the fear foods, right, nuts, peanut butter, um, avocado, all of those, um, all of those different fear foods, how much would you say you fear food on a scale of one to 10? So one is like, I actually don't really have any fear, fear foods. And like 10 is like, I have a lot of fear food, like not even just specific foods, but just anxious around food, going out for dinner, being around sweets, being home alone, going to social events, like just food in general is, is kind of scary. Um. Steph says I've abused and fear food for 30 ish years. I'm so tired. Not sure if it's joy. It's an escape, a way to hide from people judging when I eat and Patrice is dying. I don't want to feel guilt when eating fear foods. Yes. I need to stop in eating. I'm at the highest weight of my life. I'm here. Cause I believe, you know, where I'm coming from, Denise, I see you. I'm 25 scared of food. I overeat every time I eat. Always feel like I need to finish the whole plate and definitely at an eight. Yes. I got diagnosed with eating disorder in February, and I just want to overcome this. Well, Chloe, I'm very proud of you for being here. I'm at a three or four now. Awesome. So I want you to think about those fear foods, okay? Whatever fear foods you specifically have, the nuts, the brownies, the chocolate, the ice cream, whatever it is, how do you feel in your body when you eat those foods? How do you feel in your body? Like what are the physical sensations that you feel when you eat those foods? Or even just think about them. Maybe you don't even eat them, but just like the thought, just as a thought of Chocolate, just the thought of bread, just the thought of nuts, creates some feeling in your body. For, for, so for example, olive oil. I was so tired of olive oil, you guys, when I was younger. This was like I was in grade six. I used to tell my mom, you are not to cook with olive oil, okay? Or salt. You know, when you like you, you make pasta and you kind of have to put salt in, in the water for it to boil. I refused. I told my mom she's not allowed to do that. I'm like, literally you cannot put olive oil or oil on my food. So my mom would make me a separate bowl of pasta with no oil if we were doing like an anti-pasto salad. And then my whole family would have another meal in and of of itself, which is crazy. But I literally was scared of, of olive oil. Like It literally gave me anxiety. Oil, salt, chocolate bread pasta all of these foods made me anxious so if i had if i had one word to describe how those fear foods made me feel it was like anxious and also on high alert oh is that does that have oil on it right at the restaurants like is there oil can i get plain like so much anxiety um Binging is getting in the way of weight loss, afraid of food, I don't want to be, yes. Anxious, disgusted, shame, olive oil is a big one for me too, yes. If I start, I won't stop, the scary foods will poison my body, yes. So it's like fear as well, Denise, right? It's like fear, anxiety, shame, disgust. Now, when you are feeling this way, anxious, nervous, uptight, disgusted, shameful, how does the food taste? If you were to eat certain foods, these fear foods, because I'm sure you also eat your fear foods. It's like we fear them, but we only eat them. You only eat them when you, when you binge, right? That, that was the case for me. It was like, I'm never going to have chocolate, but then I would binge on chocolate. I'm never going to have pasta, but if it was a binge day, oh, give me all the pasta. So let's say you were at a re- restaurant and you were you were anxious. Did that change how the food tastes? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Cake. Cassie said, I can barely even taste it. If you're around people and you're eating birthday cake, let's say birthday cake is is a a fear food for you. Does it taste different? It most, it most likely does. Yes. I barely taste it. Yep. I'm in the chaos, goblin mode. I'm eating them. They don't have a taste. It's just a matter of scarring the food. Yep. It still tastes good. I want more. Yeah. So food often tastes different when you fear it. Food often tastes different when you fear it and you want to know why. Hi, Vicky. You are in your head and you are out of your body. I want you to drop this in the chat because this is going, this is very, very, very important. Write in the chat, in my head, out of my body. Write that in the chat box. In my head, out of my body. When you have fear foods, whether you're eating them or just the thought, just the thought alone of certain foods, maybe you're, you're eating bread. Or you're just thinking like, oh, should I have a piece of bread? You know, maybe you're out to dinner, depending on where you go. Some restaurants bring out bread um, to like kick kick off the meal or whatever. And maybe you grab a piece and you're eating it and you're like, should I? Is it white bread? Is it multigrain? Is it rye? Is there wheat? Is there gluten? Like, am I going to gain weight? 90% of the time I used to not eat bread because I was so anxious. But even when I did eat the bread, I was still anxious. Because what do you normally put on bread? Butter. So I'm like, oh my gosh, fear food number one mixed with fear food number two. I'm like this ball of anxiety. So yes, in my head, out of my body. How many of you guys have eaten a food and as you're eating it, you're still like, should I be eating this? Like, like, what are the calories? Is this the right decision? Why does this happen? Why are you eating a particular food? The nuts, the brownies, the chocolate, whatever your your foods are. Why does it happen when even when you're eating the food, you're still questioning what are the calories? Is is this going to make me gain weight? Am I going to get fat? Like this is because you are in your head and you're out of your body. You are in your head and you're out of your body. Meaning, meaning, you're in your head thinking and out of your body, not feeling. There's a lot of thinking going on and there's not a lot of feeling going on. This is very important. When you are in your head, it's very logical, right? Where are my logical people at? What's the right thing to do? What's the right food to eat? Should I eat this? Can I eat this? What's going to happen if I eat this? What are the calories? Am I going to gain weight? Your brain goes 1 million miles each minute. So, so, so fast. When you're in your head and you're not in your body. When you're not in your body, you actually can't feel. You can't feel hunger. You can't feel fullness. You can't feel satisfaction you can't feel joy you can't feel pleasure being in your head blocks you from all of those things you can't feel hunger you can't feel fullness you can't feel satisfaction and you can't feel joy when you're in your head many of you guys when i said when you eat when you eat your fear foods like how does it taste And it's like, I can't even taste the food. You can't, you can't even taste the food because why? You are not in your body where you feel. You're in your head where you think logically. But when you're in your head thinking, you are not in your body feeling. So you can't feel the joy, the satisfaction, the fullness cues, the the pleasure of that food. You can't taste it. When you're also in your head, you can't tap into your intuition. This is the part of your body that knows, that knows when to stop eating. This is the part of your body that knows like what foods taste good, what foods you're craving, when you're actually hunger, hungry. Like Your intuition knows that. And so many people say to me, I don't know when I'm hungry. I don't know when I'm full. But deep down, you do know. Even if it right now it feels impossible, you're like, but I don't know when I'm full. No, no, no. You do know when you're full. But the reason, it's like you can feel it for a second, but your body's like keep on going because you're in your head. You're not actually in your body. Your body's like girlfriend. I can't put any more food down my stomach. Like I'm about to burst. I'm about to pop. (laughs) I, I, like no more food can get down here, girlfriend. Like, what are you doing? But your mind's like, keep going, keep going, keep going. You're in your head and out of your body. You're not in your body. You're not feeling the fullness. You can intellectually know that you're full. Is this making sense? Are you guys understanding this? And this is why it can feel so frustrating because it's like, I know, I know that I'm full. Some of you guys are like, okay, no, I I know that I'm full, but like, I just keep on going and it doesn't make sense. Well, it makes sense because you're not in your body, you're in your head. You can't feel, you can't feel when you're so busy in your head, wondering should I eat the bread? Am I going to gain weight? Am I going to have to do extra cardio tomorrow? Right? It, it, like It's it just you're so up in your head. These fear foods keep you in your head. Even if you don't think you have a fear food, maybe you're just eating. You're like, I'm not, I'm not even talking about eating like an ice cream. You're just eating your meal. You're probably still up in your head. Let me know yes or no in the chat box. Do you feel like you're you're constantly in your head, even just with maybe even safe foods? Like you're eating your normal breakfast, but you're still like, oh is this the right thing to eat? Like, am I craving this? Am I hungry? Is this a habit? Like, are you still up in your head? Even with just regular food, a breakfast, a lunch, a dinner, let me know. Do you feel like you're constantly in your head? I used to be in my head, ninety nine point nine percent of the diet. When was the last time I ate? Am I allowed to eat this? What if I get a snack and nobody else grabs the snack? Are people gonna are people gonna think I'm a pig? Sh- should I get the snack? but no one else is eating? Oh, right, I just, I just ate fifteen minutes before, so like maybe I shouldn't have a snack. So up in the head. I never thought I knew when I was hungry or full, the truth was I did, but it was blocked and it was muted from being so up in my head. So you might be so up in your head that you're disconnected from your body, right? You're anxious around food, uptight around food, scared to eat certain foods, um, scared to eat in certain, you know, in front of certain people that it's hard for you to feel all of the things that you want to feel the joy, the pleasure, the satisfaction, and the fullness. So I actually want to share a recent client example, and I'm sharing this because this is going to be really, really helpful for you, but th- this is also um, a huge realization moment that you might just experience. I know she's going to be watching the replay, so shout up, you know who you are. But so this one client of mine, she said, how, she was telling me how much she loves diet soda. She's like, it's one of my favorite things to drink. Like, I just love diet soda. It tastes so good. It gives me so much joy. And then she said, but I've been trying to drink more water because I should drink water instead of diet soda. And then she said, even if I do have diet soda, I should just drink one and not two. For those of you guys who are paying attention, what did I say a few times? What word did I use a few times? I'm going to repeat myself. I, I'm going to like purposely exaggerate it. I should be drinking more water. And if I'm going to have a diet soda, I should be having one, not two. Should. I should drink more water. I should drink one. Should creates shame. Drop this down. Should equals shame. Write that in the chat box. Should equals shame. Anytime you tell yourself you should do this, you should do that. When you tell yourself you should do this and then you don't, you feel bad. And then when you know or you're telling yourself you shouldn't do something and then you do it, you feel bad. So right away with this client, I was like, wait, 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 wait. Let's just look at your language. You guys, your language matters. The way that you're talking about trigger foods, the way you're talking about, oh, I should be at this weight. I should be eating X amount of calories. I should have protein in every meals. I should, I should, I should, I should, I should. And then when you don't do it, how do you feel bad, horrible? So she had this realization and I'm sharing this with you because you might be saying I should do X, Y, and Z a lot. And then maybe this is why you're feeling a lot of shame. There might be foods you're telling yourself you should eat and then foods that you shouldn't eat. What are they? You know, you know. Can you drop a few below for me? What what food are you telling yourself you should eat? And then what are the foods you're telling yourself you shouldn't eat? You know, you probably know this in the back of your head. You're like, I tell myself I should be eating vegetables and protein at every meal. I should only have one bowl of ice cream. I should be having a salad every day, and then I shouldn't eat cookies. I shouldn't keep Oreos in the house. I shouldn't be having ice cream. I shouldn't be having something sweet after a meal. You know where you are telling yourself that you should be doing something and where you shouldn't be doing something. And maybe, maybe there's also things that you're telling yourself you should be doing or you shouldn't be doing, like regarding even just how much you're eating in general or, or, or what you're eating. I should only have half a cup. I should only have 15 almonds. I should just brush my teeth after dinner so that I don't snack. I should go to bed early so that I don't get hungry. I should be working out every day. I should be doing more cardio. Like should, 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 Or I shouldn't be doing X, Y, and Z thing. I shouldn't eat after seven o'clock. How many of you guys tell yourself you shouldn't eat after seven o'clock? Like no more snacking after dinner. How many of you guys say this? How many of you guys say, I shouldn't be eating after dinner? I shouldn't be eating after seven o'clock. How many of you guys say that? My should is fasting. Yes, very, very common. Like the intermittent fasting. I should be doing intermittent fasting so that I shouldn't be eating after seven o'clock. Right? This is fantastic advice for all. Aspects of life, yes. Veggies, I should be eating vegetables. Um, Donuts, I shouldn't. Um, I should be eating chicken, brown rice, and broccoli for every meal. No, no, Stephanie. (laughs) Uh, I shouldn't be having snacks, yes. Protein and vegetables, um, I should, and I shouldn't eat sweets or carbs. I should be fasting, yes. I do. I do. I tell myself that because I know I don't tell myself that because I know I'll fail. Well, we're going to change that mindset, Denise. You guys know I'm big on mindset. If you literally tell yourself, like, there's not even a point of trying something because I'm going to fail, you're going to fail. We have to change our language. Just like I I told I shared with you guys, the, the client example with the, um, I should be only having one, gla- one um, uh, diet soda. The moment we started shifting her language, when she had like this huge breakthrough, she's like, I didn't realize that, that's like, it's pressure. So if we keep on telling ourselves like, you know, I don't even bother telling myself to not eat after dinner, because I know I'm going to binge. It's like, we, we want to get out of that, that mindset. So for those of you guys who said yes, like I try not to eat after dinner, how does that go? For those of you guys who say, no more snacking after dinner, do you be honest? This, this is a safe place. Do you tend to binge or snack at night, or maybe do some emotional eating at the end of the day? You know, when you're like stressed and you just kind of gotta unwind and use food to self-soothe. For those of you guys who say don't eat, I shouldn't eat after seven o'clock, or I should I shouldn't be eating after dinner. Do you tend to turn to food in the evenings? Let me know in the chat box. Patrice, uh, Rosie. Caroline, Chloe, Steph, let me know. 99.9% of the time when you tell yourself you shouldn't do something, you do it. I shouldn't eat after seven o'clock, ends up binging after seven o'clock. I shouldn't buy ice cream, doesn't buy ice cream for the first 3 days but then be, uh, buys ice cream and binges on all the ice cream right when you tell yourself you shouldn't do something you do it and then when you when you tell yourself you should be doing something it's like you don't want to do it like it's so interesting because you want the rules but you don't like the rules it's like we want to be told what to eat. We want to be. We want to know. Okay, what's the secret, Lorna? Like, okay, I don't have to eat after seven o'clock. Or like, what's the secret? Okay, I have to only. You know, I have to eat X amount of. You know, carbs per day. Like, you want to know like the quote unquote secret. You want to know the 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 solution. You want to know the rules, but then you don't want to follow them. Why? It's not your fault. We actually don't like rules. We think we like rules because. Well, maybe it's going to help me control myself. Right? So I shouldn't makes you want to do the opposite. So where are you? Where are you shutting yourself? Not shitting yourself. Where are you shitting yourself? <laughs> kind of sounds like shitting yourself. Where are you shitting yourself? should equal shame when you feel like you should be doing something i should be eating vegetables but then you don't feel like it right so for example let's say you're telling yourself you should be having vegetables at every meal and then you don't feel like it you feel bad when you feel like you should be getting in protein in every single meal but you're not craving it you feel bad but also also what ends up happening When you are shoulding yourself, and you say, I should be having, let's say, protein and vegetables at every meal. And if you're not craving it, but you're like, oh, but I need to have a quote unquote balanced meal. I should be having my protein and my vegetables. So then you go and you have the chicken and the broccoli. And even though you really wanted a bowl of pasta, what ends up happening is you have the, the, the chicken and the broccoli and there's no joy. There's no joy because you just wanted the pasta. So then you leave your meal and you're like, eh, meh, check mark. I ate dinner, but like, meh, I need something sweet. So you go into the cupboards, you open up the cupboards and you're full. You're full, but you're like, I need something else. A lack of joy through food because of your shooting should do this, should do that, is what actually creates you, or causes you to binge. i never forget, I was in college, so I took a health and fitness um, uh, program. And <laughs> you guys, it took everything in me to eat cold chicken and cold broccoli, plain with mustard from a container. Okay, this is when I had like a I think it was like a fitness coach or whatever, way back. Anyways, plain broccoli, plain chicken and mustard. And it was like, you put that shit on everything because it's low calories and it's gonna make your food taste better. Does not make your food taste better. Although I don't mind mustard, but anyways. So it took everything out of me to even eat at school. Like most times, I don't know, like it was so awkward eating in front of other people. Like in a classroom, like just in general, eating in front of other people, I'm like, how do normal people do this? Like, I feel like all of the eyeballs in the classroom are not even on the teacher. They're just like, like directed on me. Anyways, I was shitting myself to eat plain chicken and plain broccoli with mustard because I believed I should be having my vegetables and my protein. And you want to know what happened? While, while, while I was eating that meal, like while I was eating my chicken and my broccoli, you know what I was doing? I was already thinking about the sweet potato fries, the bagel, the the chocolate that I could not wait to eat when I got home. I remember literally being in class as I was eating my freaking chicken and broccoli, texting my dad, like, can you just pop the sweet potato fries in the oven? so that they would literally be there for, for when I got home, I didn't even have to wait a minute. I was already so impulsive when I was eating this chicken and the broccoli and I was, you know, creating all these like rules. I was shitting myself. You, you know, you should be eating this. You should be eating that, that I literally didn't even want to get home and take the time to go put the fries in the oven. I was already impulsive. I was already thinking about what I was going to binge on. Does this happen to you? I knew I wanted sweet potato fries, but do you think I would ever allow myself to have sweet potato fries? Number one, during the day, uh, heck no. It would only be if I was like binging or at night, but number two, I would never be seen eating sweet potato fries because at school I was the health freak. Everyone knew me as the health freak. So there's no way that people are going to see me eating these sweet potato fries. So it would be my plain chicken, my plain broccoli, and my mustard, and then dart home, literally dart home, to go eat what I actually wanted to eat. School would be done. Class is done. I literally would be darting out of there. Like my friends would like hang out at school in like the cafeteria or like the atrium. They're all like, let's hang out. But I'm like, this girl needs to go eat her fries. This girl needs to go eat her chocolate. Like I was, I couldn't even be present with my friends at school because I was already thinking about what I wanted to binge on. The bell rang and I darted out of there because I was like ravenous because I was not full. I was ready to binge because I was not satisfied. This happened for a few reasons. Number one, I was scared to eat in front of other people like I mentioned. I was ravenous and so hungry, right? So I was restricting myself and then of course I would binge at night. And then there was no there was no joy. There was no joy in eating plain chicken and broccoli. You cannot tell me that plain chicken and broccoli is joyful. I used to be like, "Yeah, I enjoy it." Bullshit even if I loved eating healthy and I still enjoy eating healthy, like it would have been better if I had some sweet potato fries or if I had some potatoes or some rice. So do you see, I'm going to pause for a moment. Do you see how this all relates? So being scared of other, uh, being scared to eat in front of other people means maybe not eating all day and then binging in secret at night. Or eating in front of other people, but only eating the healthy food. And you're so up in your mind, you're not even in your body because you're so worried about what other people are going to think. So you're still in your mind. You're not in your body where you can actually feel joy or, or feel like I can stop, you know, when I'm full. When you don't eat all day or you eat, but it's a very small meal and you know that you're depriving yourself of course you're going to want more food. You're going to leave your you're going to leave your meal and you're like I want more. So then you become impulsive. The hunger grows, the cravings intensify, the impulsivity intensifies. And then as the day goes on, you get hungrier, more impulsive, and then when you get home, it's like you're not actually going to enjoy the food. Maybe you didn't even enjoy the food all day and then you go and you binge. And you're like, oh, relief. I had no joy all day. Man, that chicken, that broccoli that I forced myself to eat. And you're like, you're craving the joy, the relief. You're craving that feeling because you did not get it all day. You just just checked off the box. Ooh, check mark, got my lunch. But a lack of joy during the day leads to binging at night because you need to catch up. It's like you're so depleted from your joy, from the food that you, you ate that didn't even really taste that good. Is this making sense? Give me some hearts in, in the, on the Facebook group. Give me some hearts. Let me know, is this landing for you? And I'm curious, which one can you relate to? Number one, being scared to eat in front of other people. Number two, just being so ravenous and hungry. Or number three, not even enjoying your meals throughout the day. Number one, being scared to eat in front of other people. Number two, being so ravenous and hungry. And then number three, not actually enjoying the meals that you're eating throughout the day. One, two, three, all of them. All of these things lead to binges after dinner. Eating in front of other people is scary. I'm soap in my head. What are they, what are they gonna think? Are, are they judging me? Being so hungry, there's no way you're in your body. You're like soap in your head. You're thinking about all the foods you're gonna binge on when you get home. And then when you don't actually enjoy your meals, again, you're in your head. What am I gonna binge on when I get home? So going back to shooting yourself. I told you, I'm gonna keep laughing every time I say that. I told you should equal shame. But what does shame do? Shame also causes you to get in your head. I should have I should have just not had the sweet potato fries. I shouldn't have went in the kitchen and had the five cookies. Oh I, if I didn't go into the cupboards and I wouldn't have went into the kitchen when I got home, then like, I wouldn't have finished the Oreos. Oh, I shouldn't have texted my dad and told him to put the sweet potato fries in the oven. Like I should have just came home and like just made myself a salad. Then you're in your head playing games of like, if I didn't do X, then Y wouldn't happen, right? Then we we play the blame game. If I didn't do X, then I wouldn't have done Y. In your head, out of your body. You're not experiencing joy with food when you are in your head overthinking, overanalyzing, shutting yourself. So now we know being in your head, is, it, it's very difficult for you to actually access the joy. We know how you currently feel around your fear, fear of foods, right? You guys commented, anxious you know, overwhelmed, stressed, on high alert. I want you now to think, how do you want to feel around your fear foods? Because in order for us to get out of our mind and into our body, we have, we have to feel, right? So it's like, we obviously have to get through all like the chaotic noise, but how do you want to feel around these, these fear foods? You know how you currently feel, but how do you want to feel? Can you please drop in the chat? How do you want to feel around ice cream? How do you want to feel around carbs? How do you want to feel around bread? What is one feeling in the chat? Maybe it's calm, relaxed, safe, peace. How do you want to feel around all of those foods that right now you fear? How do you want to fear? How do you want to feel? Drop one word in the chat. For me, I used to feel anxious and I just wanted to feel at peace. To me, I'm like, peace. It's just like, like safe, calm, peace. Now, in order for you to feel, remember, you can't be in your head. So if you want to feel, um... Oh, I just saw the, the chat box here. Um, I want to feel safe, safe and in control. Um, like it just doesn't matter. Exactly, right? It's just like, oh, it's just food. Yep. Um, indifferent, it's just food, relaxed, peace, calm, not bothered. Yeah, right? So if you want to feel that way, you want to feel like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like it's just food, relaxed, calm, at peace, safe, in control. You must drop out of your head. So the judgment... The ju- we're going here, the judgment that you're placing on yourself for eating the bread, the chocolate, whatever it is, you must stop overthinking the fact that you really want some chocolate with your lunch. And you keep overanalyzing, like, should I, should I not? Should, mm, should I maybe? Like, what are the calories? You want, you know, you want the piece of bread, for example, at the restaurant, but then you get in your head, should, but but should I? But I ate so many carbs yesterday. But this comes from the judgment piece because you're judging yourself. Oh, but I'm ready. I need to lose 20 pounds. So like, I just can't. But if I was like 20 pounds lighter, then I'd be able to eat the bread. But you're still in your head. So this is where you need to take a different action. So if you want to feel calm, around chocolate, but you feel anxious around it, you can't not have the chocolate. That's not going to change how you feel. In order to feel a different way, number one, you have to change your thoughts, right? Because your thoughts are what creates your feelings. But also, if you want to feel a different way, we have to take a different action. Right now, you might be fearing chocolate. And you don't allow yourself to have chocolate that doesn't help you feel calm and safe around chocolate. How can you feel safe and calm and relaxed around chocolate if you're not ever allowing yourself to have it? Think about it this way. Have you? Okay, I'm sure you guys have met somebody for the first time. Maybe you, you, you just met somebody for the first time and like the vibes, you're like, I don't know about this person. Like they're kind of giving like resting bitch face. <laughs> like they're kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels really weird. Like, I don't really like the vibes that they're putting off. But then you spend more time with them and you see more of their personality and they crack a smile and they're actually like very nice and you learn more about them and you're like, oh, cool. Okay you get more comfortable around them and they're opening up and you're like, huh, like I actually, I actually kind of like this person. Most people are awkward at the beginning, or maybe they're shy when they're, they meet someone new. I know for me, it's like, I, I tend to open up more when I get to know somebody. But anyways, going back to the food, you might fear chocolate and you're anxious around it because it's like, it's the first time you're actually allowing yourself to have it. But the more time that you you spend with the chocolate, the more you can actually stop being so anxious around it, get out of your head thinking, if like, what if, or should I be doing this and into your body so that you can actually feel a different way, calm, relax, and experience joy. If you just met somebody for the very first time, of course, it's going to be awkward. Of course, you're going to feel anxious. But with a partner or a friend, you start to feel safe around them. You start to feel calm around them. You start to feel relaxed around them because you spend time with them. Dating somebody for the first time or meeting somebody for the first time. It's like, I'm gonna poop my pants. Like I remember the first time that I met Andrew, we met on a dating app. The first time I saw him, I was like, so nervous. And now a few years later, you feel safe and you feel calm. So when it comes to food, right? It's like, you guys all know, you wrote in the chat, how you feel around those fear foods. Well, if you want to feel differently, number one, you have to take a different action. You can't just be not allowing yourself to have them, but also number two, got to spend time with those foods. Is this making sense? You feel safe in a relationship. You feel calm in a relationship when you get to know the person, right? They make you feel safe. They make you feel seen. You feel calm around them. You're going to feel those way, that way around food, but you don't feel that way around food if you just never allow yourself to have it. And before you guys say, but Lorna, I can't, I can't, I'm just gonna binge. Let's, we're gonna drop that story right now. I'm not gonna allow you to have that story play out anymore because it's only true if you keep telling yourself that it's true. And I know, I know it can feel so true. Like it can feel like Lorna, but every time I have the food, I binge. But that's because you're not spending time with it. You're in that awkward, anxious phase. You keep avoiding chocolate. You keep judging yourself. You are in your head. So you actually haven't even experienced the feelings of calm or like the friendly side of it yet. You're still at the awkward, anxious I don't know how to speak when I meet you for the first time, or I don't know how to eat this food in a calm way for the first time like this. To experience joy, through food, you need to get out of your head and into your body. So you have to work through those thought, those thoughts. Obviously, that's going to take time, right? Because when all the food noise is gone, and you're like, "Oh, like I'm actually allowed to eat this," you're not shoulding yourself. You're not obsessing over the calories. You don't have a list of you should be doing this and you shouldn't be doing that, right? And by the way, if you guys have not, uh, maybe even after this, you can write a list of like your shoulds and your shouldn'ts and work on no longer doing that. Because when you no longer have those should, you should be doing this, you shouldn't be doing that. The food noise is going to be quieter, right? You're not shitting yourself. You're not obsessing with the calories. You can actually be in your body to feel the feelings that you want to feel. So you can go from anxious, overwhelmed, stressed to feeling safe, in control, calm, at peace, indifferent, just not bothered by them. In order to change how you feel around certain foods, you have to change your thoughts around certain foods because your thoughts impact how you feel. So, again, if you are saying I should be eating vegetables, I should be, you know, I should say no to the bread. It's hard to get in your body. So if you want to feel a different way around food, you have to change the thoughts and we have to be mindful of the shooting. So that was a big, big, big piece at the beginning, out of your head into your body. Now, I want to talk about who in here, who, who listening to this right now is like, I only get joy through food when I'm binging. Can you remind me who said that? You're like, when I'm, when I'm binging, like that's the only time I actually feel joy. Although I feel shameful and I'm like so frustrated and I always regret it. Like when I'm in it, like when I'm in it, it feels so good. Who is that? Who is that? You're like, yes, me for sure. Do you feel like you only get joy through food when you're binging? I want to tie this all together. The foods that you tend to binge on. Most of the time, the foods that you tend to binge on are your fear foods. Well, look at that. When you have fear foods and you're in your head and you're not in your body, you're not enjoying or extracting pleasure from those foods because you're soap in your head. So because there's a lack of joy through those foods, you binge on them. Not just one piece. One piece of chocolate isn't enough. You don't get joy through one piece of chocolate. Not because it's not satisfying, but because you're in your head that you actually can't even access the joy. So you can't stop eating. It's not even about the food. When you're binging, it's about the high. Write that down. Write high in, in, in the chat box, write high. When you're binging, you're not wanting the food, you're wanting the high feeling. So you eat one piece followed by another, followed by another, followed by the ice cream. And then you're looking in the pantry and then you're getting the brownies. You're not chasing the food. You're chasing the high from the binge. The high is what gives you joy. But you know what? You, you want to know what? I, I, I want to blow your mind for a minute. When you are binging, you're not in your mind. Now, it doesn't feel like you're in your body because it feels like I'm in a black hole and I'm just like numbed out. But that's it. You're so numbed out, you can't access your logical brain. The part of you that says, stop. Right? You can't access your logical thoughts. You can't access your logical brain or the thoughts that say, like, this food is bad. You shouldn't be eating this. You don't care at this point. You don't care at this point. When you're binge and you're numbed out, you don't care. Oh my gosh, this has so many calories. You don't even care about that at this point. The thoughts in your mind you've you've eaten enough. Like you're you're full. Stop eating. This is enough. But the thing is, you're not actually in your head. You're numbed out. You're feeling the high This is why it can feel like, what the heck? Like. I, I literally never allow myself to have chocolate during the day. And then I binge on it, but I can't just have one piece. I need the whole chocolate bar. Yeah, because when you're binging and you're feeling that high, you can't access your mind. Where it's like, that's enough. You're good. You're full. Or this has too many calories. You don't even care at this point. Is this making sense? Is this making sense? Let me know. So this is why I always say, or this is why you always say like, yeah, I always binge on chocolate. And I'm like, yeah, the food noise is so loud, right? And you, you, you don't experience joy through food during the day. And then after, when you binge, it's like you, you're getting that high feeling and it's like, finally, I haven't had joy through, through food all day. And it's like, oh. Finally, I received it. I was so depleted. I was so depleted all day. So, you eat and you eat and you eat and you eat, and eventually, you're out of your logical brain. You feel the high off of a binge and the logical thoughts of, like, I shouldn't be eating this, or this has a lot of calories, or like, listen, like, you're so full, you don't eat anymore. It just goes out the window. You can't make logical sense of your binges sometimes because it's like, what the heck? I eat healthy all day. I say no to ice cream. I say no to the sweets. I eat healthy all day and then I come home and all I want is the sweets and all I crave is the sugar. And now I'm like, F it, I don't even care. I used to say that. I'm like, why is it that literally I was like, if I went over my chicken, by 4.1 ounces versus four ounces, I would be like freaking out. But then when I was binging, I'm like, I fit. I'm just going to have all the chocolate and all the brownies. Like, I literally don't even care. When you don't get joy through food during the day, because you're so up in your head, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. I should only have 10 almonds. Then when the sugar cravings hit at night, when they're most intense, you feel compelled to give in because. You're depleted from joy. Your chicken and broccoli meal didn't do it, honey bun. Like, you're like, I want the high feeling. Like, I want the joy. So do you see right here how if you actually allowed yourself the chocolate during the day and you didn't let the fear thoughts get in the way, you weren't so up in your head, stressing about the calories, how you shouldn't be eating this, and you would have gotten joy your daily do- dose of like joy through food that you didn't need feel this need to binge after dinner when you've been so depleted of joy right think about how you feel after a binge can you can you describe like what what's a word how do you feel after a binge post binge i want you guys to think you've literally just had so much ice cream You even have brain freeze, maybe because you were like eating it, standing up in front of the, you know, in front of the freezer and you're just like eating straight from the box and you're like just eating so fast. You literally have brain freeze and your stomach is killing you and you're feeling so full. How do you feel? What is one word to describe how you feel after a binge? Like literally you've just binged, you've eaten super fast. How do you feel? Do you typically have an appetite? Do you typically get excited to eat again? Are you looking forward to your meals? No. After a binge, you feel disgusted. After a binge, you were appalled. After a binge, you were so full, you were so grossed out. There's no way you're gonna be excited about your meals. Because you're still up in your head. Oh, why did I do that? I'm such an idiot. I used to tell myself, I'm like, Lorna, you're so stupid. You're such an idiot. Those are the thoughts in my mind. I wanted the day to be over. I literally wanted it to be the next day because I was so full and so uncomfortable. Obviously, I didn't want to be around people, but I didn't even want to think or look. Like, I didn't even want to think about food. I didn't even want to look at food. Like, I was so disgusted after a binge. And so, yeah, disgusting, disgusted, empty, disgust. And so the thing is, after a binge, you're still in your head. For me, all my binge, like 99.9% of my binges were in the evening. So I said no to chocolate all day. I said no to to the sweet potato fries that I actually wanted to eat at lunch. And then I would come home, out of body experience, can't stop eating. And then I would wake up and I would still be in my head, feeling the guilt, judging myself, I was still bloated from last night's binge. And when you're bloated and you have guilt, guess what? That also blocks your body's ability to experience joy. So last night's binge also impacts the food the next day. Breakfast, I would wake up and I'm like, I'm literally, I don't even want to think about food. Like I'm I'm still full. But I probably should eat because I don't want to binge again tonight. So I'm just going to have like this little yogurt thing, but like no joy. Then lunch comes around and it's like, I'm still so full, but like, I know I need to eat. So you just have something quick and you're like still full, but you're like, I got to eat lunch. No joy. Do you see how one binge impacts your food at your next meal? Do you see how the night binges impacts your breakfast? You can't have joy at breakfast with your meal because you're so full. You can't have joy with your lunch because you're still inflamed. Or maybe you restrict the next day. How many of you guys restrict the next day or maybe over-exercise? Then for sure, there's no joy in food. I remember some days I literally would over-exercise like crazy. I, I binge at night. It was like fasted cardio, like wake up, drink lemon water, got to get back on track. I remember sometimes making like egg whites for breakfast, which was absolutely disgusting. Like I'm a big yolk person. Like the yolk is like the best part of the egg. Um, and I literally would like wake up in the morning and I'm like, you're going to have and asparagus for breakfast. And it was like the most disgusting thing ever. No joy, but I got to get back on track. I got to restrict. So I'm going to have a spinach salad for lunch. No joy. I'm going to overexercise, you know, I'm going to, you know, burn off all these calories. I was in my head. How should I be eating today? What should I not be eating today? I have to get back on track. And then there was no joy through food the next day because when you're trying to compensate after a binge you're like i gotta do good so you choose the egg whites for breakfast versus the cereal that you really want and then the egg whites you're like not even joy so then lack of joy for breakfast lack of joy for lunch you don't even have your normal snack because you're like oh i got to make up from last night's binge and then there's no joy through that food. You're barely eating. There literally is no joy through food. And the cycle goes on and on and on. You hear me say all the time, if nothing changes, what? Drop in the chat. If you've been here for a while, you guys know. If nothing changes, what are you going to write in the chat? If nothing changes, nothing changes so you have to do things differently if you fear food you've got your trigger foods right and every time you eat them that you binge or you eat healthy all day and then you binge at night or you feel like the only way that you can get joy through food is by binging things need to change you have to be committed to do things differently who here is committed to do things differently? You're like, yeah, I realize there's a lot of shooting that I'm doing. There's a lot of shit. I'm so up in my head and I realize that I'm judging everything that I eat. I realize I'm putting so much like you should be doing this and you should be doing that. I feel like there's so much of that. I am committed to doing something different. Who here is committed to doing something different? Drop a me in the chat box. If nothing changes, nothing changes. So we have to be committed to do th- doing something different. Nothing changes. Exactly. Thank you, Nora. I think the comments are a little uh, backed up, but definitely comment me. Okay. Denise, I have to. I need to. I want to. That is the right mindset, Denise. Yes. Even just from the start on masterclass until the end of the masterclass, I feel like your mindset just changed. I love it. Lorraine says me. Something I want to help, I want to share with you guys that's going to help you get excited to do things differently. Maybe you've never, maybe you've heard of this before. Maybe I've said it, but food is pleasurable. Food is meant to be enjoyed. It is complete BS to be like, food is only fuel. I want you to feel this. Food is pleasurable. Write that in the chat. Food is pleasurable. I never, I never thought like food was supposed to be pleasurable unless I was binging, but I'm like, wait, like I can actually really enjoy my lunch. Like that felt so foreign to me because I came from a background and backgrounds of like dieting and like plain chicken, plain broccoli, like diet, like diet foods. And I was like, wait, like food is Like I can enjoy my food. Like, wait, what? Food is pleasurable. I had a client that I worked with last year and she was so terrified of actually really enjoying her food because she's like, that means more calories. She dieted from like a very young age. And all she knew was like plain food, like diet food, low calorie points. So when I told her this phrase of like, food is pleasurable. And you get to experience so much joy through food without binging. Her mind was blown because she's like, but, but wait, like I'm terrified of the calories. Food is pleasurable. And when you extract joy through your food, you won't feel the need to binge. You're like, damn, that meal was so good. Like I am so content versus I had my plain chicken and my plain broccoli, and check mark, I had my lunch, okay, ready to go home, and binge on what I really want. You should not feel guilty about enjoying your food. My client was like, I kind of feel bad. I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Like, I, like, my meals shouldn't taste really good. Like, I'm supposed to suffer. Like, I had this mindset, too. It was like, Like I'm supposed to go through hell if I, if I want to lose weight, I'm supposed to like, just eat, just suck it up. Just have the plain egg whites. Like your, your food isn't supposed to be good. Like, just like suck it up, have the plain egg whites and like the, the spinach and broccoli and just like food is fuel. Like just eat it and then go to the gym and like burn off all the calories. So I didn't think that like, I was allowed to enjoy my meals. My client wasn't used to doing that. She wasn't used to her meals tasting good. It was like, check mark, eat the breakfast, check mark, have the snacks, check mark lunch. But that's what leads to binges. So when she had this realization of like huge breakthrough moment of like, wait, if I if I enjoy my meals, then I'm not gonna really have the desire to binge. Like she's like, I'm all for that. Like I am all for that. So she tried, she tried new foods. She got creative. She tried different recipes. And when she was looking at recipes, she wasn't looking at the lowest calorie option or the low carb meal. She's like, what sounds good? What do I feel like eating? And as a result, she'd be enjoying her meals so much more that at the end of the meal, she was like, damn, that was so good. I can't wait to go back to work or go back to the tasks that I'm doing. I'm not still hungry because I'm not depriving myself. I don't feel this need to like rush home and like eat in secret because I feel good. I got joy. I got my joy today through food. And guess what? Dinner is also gonna taste really good. This is it you guys. What is most important is doing things differently. Having no joy through food is what actually leads to binges. And I know it can feel scary because it's like, oh my gosh, like I, I'm so used to like diet culture land where it's like, have your egg whites and your broccoli and just like, that's it. Like, this is what you have to eat. Food is not just fuel. Food is pleasurable. Caroline dropped it down below. Lorraine drop it down below. Denise dropped it down below. And I, I had this fear on my journey that, and maybe you guys um, can relate to this, but I really want to shed light on it because I think it's very important to talk about. I had this fear and this belief that if I stopped binging, I wouldn't have joy. Anyone feel that? I was like, I hate it, but also it does bring me joy. So if I'm not binging, then like how, like how am I supposed to get joy? But let me tell you this. I enjoy my food so much more now. It tastes 1000% better now because I'm not in my head. I'm not thinking about food and calories all day. I'm not shooting myself all day. You know how much better food is going to taste when you're in your body a million times better. Cause you can feel the joy, the peace, the calmness, the safety. You can feel the pleasure. You can actually taste the food. Remember many of you guys said, like, when I have my fear foods, it's almost like I can't even taste the food. Let this be so exciting. I want you guys to get excited. If you think that like you're enjoying food now because like you're binging, like you just wait until you can actually taste the food, like really taste the food outside of a binge. You can have the exact same breakfast. When you're in your head, it tastes different than when you're in your body and you're not shooting, shouldn't should do this, you shouldn't do that. You're not counting macros and calories. You're not in your head calculating. Is this going to make me gain weight? You can have the same snack, the same exact snack, and it will taste 10 times better when you're not shitting yourself. I remember when I started to feel at peace with food, I was attracting my calories. So I was eating intuitively. I was learning how to rewire my brain. I was being less impulsive. I was getting rid of my binge urges and tasting the food. like. Actually, what it tastes like. I remember telling Andrew, I'm like, we need a trip to Italy. I'm like, I am just I, I'm like food here tastes so good. I'm like, I can't even imagine how food is gonna taste in Italy. Now that I don't have guilt or constant food thoughts, I'm like, it's gonna taste so much better. We didn't end up going to Italy, we went to um Greece this year for our honeymoon. But You guys, you get to experience so much pleasure, so much joy through food on a regular basis without binging because you're in your body and you're not in your head. You have to remind yourself food is pleasurable. Food is meant to be enjoyed because that blocks you from getting in your body. Cause you're like, well, no, no, wait, wait. My breakfast shouldn't taste good. You guys, you guys see my breakfast. I, this morning I had waffles with my almond butter, my apple, and I put walnuts. It was like a little fall vibe. Like it was just like cold here. And I'm like, I need something like it reminds me of fall. And I have like my walnuts, my apple and my waffle food, food is pleasurable. It gets to be enjoyed, but imagine I'm like oh, but this tastes so good. But like, I can't eat t- things that taste good because maybe you're like, I got to lose weight. So I can't, I can't have joy with food because I have to lose weight. But, but the way that you're seeing it is the way that you've only been told. If you want to lose weight, you have to eat egg whites and broccoli. But then you're binging on thousands of calories at night. So that actually is not the solution. In fact, the more you can actually enjoy your food and bring back the joy in the foods that you're eating, you are going to binge less. Who here, who here is excited to enjoy your meals? Like even if it's the same foods that you normally would have on a regular basis, you're like, I'm actually excited. Like I am committed to having more joy with food. Who is excited? Who is committed? Plain egg whites and plain chicken. Like, it doesn't taste good. There's no joy. Of course, you're coming home at the end of the day and you're binging. Right? So, as a recap. As a recap. Denise says, I am absolutely Lorraine. Awesome. So as a way, as a recap, the way you do this is getting out of your head, into your body, stop the mind chatter, redirect your thoughts that say you should be eating this or you shouldn't be eating that, redirect your thoughts, and as a result, you can feel the joy, you can feel the satisfaction, you can feel the pleasure, you can feel the hunger, you can feel the fullness, because you're not going to be in your head. So you can feel the calm, the peace, the safety because you're actually allowing yourself to eat what you want and you're not in your head judging yourself. And then lastly, what I talked about is food is fuel. Remind yourself every damn day, food is pleasurable. Food is meant to be enjoyed. This is a big permission thing. But, and this is not like a strategic thing but this can change everything for you. When you remind yourself, the next time you're having breakfast and you're like, oh, no, but wait, you shouldn't be adding in the maple syrup. But wait, but wait, food is meant to be enjoyed. Food is pleasurable. Food is meant to be enjoyed. Remind yourself of that. And I promise you, you'll have that meal that was so delicious. And the desire or this, this compulsion to feel like you need a binge is going to slowly begin to dissipate. So we have to work on the thought piece. We have to get into our bodies and we have to take a different action. So, wow, it's an hour and 18 minutes. (laughs) How are we feeling? How are we doing? This concludes the masterclass on how to get joy through food without binging. I do want to share something very exciting for you guys. For those of you guys who want to continue on this with me, you guys know at the end of all my masterclass, I share how you guys can work with me, different ways that you guys can get some support. So for those of you guys who resonated with this and you're like, this is me, this whole masterclass, I feel like was me. You're like, yes, I eat healthy all day. And then seven, seven o'clock comes around after dinner. And I'm like, I just crave all the sweets. Maybe you're like, I have so many fear foods, or I have so many fear thoughts in my mind. I feel stressed around food. I feel anxious around food. Maybe, you know, that you don't eat a lot during the day. And then of course you come home and binge at night. Or you're like, I just have so many food rolls. Like I shouldn't be doing this. You should be. You should be getting in vegetables. You shouldn't be doing this, right? So if you resonate with this, and you're like, okay, it makes sense that I am binging at night. It makes sense that I'm turning to food to self-soothe at the end of the day because there's really no joy in my day because I'm so up in my head. I'm judging myself and I'm shooting myself all day. I am running my program, Break the Late Night Binge. This is designed specifically to help you regain control with food at night. You do not need to deprive yourself. You do not need to close your kitchen at seven o'clock. And you definitely do not need to be doing intermittent fasting or telling yourself you should drink a lot of water. You should go to bed early. You should just not have any chocolate in the house. You're allowed to eat at night. And the way that I'm going to teach you is going to allow you to have a snack in the evening. If you want some chocolate in the evening, right? Especially like after dinner, just like just makes the meal so much better, but enjoy a few pieces and be able to move on, not have a start of a bench. You're going to be able to have a bowl of ice cream and naturally stop when you're full. So you can actually head into bed feeling satisfied, not physically sick from eating the whole entire tub. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna teach you everything that I like, we're gonna go dive deeper into a few points that I taught in this masterclass, how to ensure you're eating enough throughout the day so that food is not on your mind 24 seven. How to work through your fear foods so that you're not in your head like, "Should should I eat this? I'm feeling anxious all the time. I'm feeling on high alert all the time how to actually honor your cravings during the day so that you don't come home and binge on all the foods that you just wish you would have eaten during the day. And then lastly, how to make your meals so satisfying that you ensure you're experiencing joy through the foods that you're eating throughout the day so that you don't feel like you need to keep searching in the cupboards for more food. So if this resonated with you, I'd love to have you inside. This program is starting on October 26th but it is on early bird pricing right now for the next two days. So right now you do save $164 until October 19th. Okay. The price of break the light night binge is $333 USD or two payments of 180 for the next two days. It's on early bird pricing. And then the full price will eventually be 497. Once we start. So if you want to lock in your spot and you're like, yes, like, I want to do this. Like, I want to actually get support. I don't want to just learn because my programs, we take action. We we, we do do, it. We take action. We get different results. If you are committed to doing things differently, which I know many of you guys are in here, you want to do things differently, not just learn different information. You want to do different to experience a different result and regain control of food in the evening. Then you can message me late night binge. And I can send you the link and all the details, okay? So like I said, the next two days on early bird pricing and then the price goes up. So just DM me, late night bitch. Now, one more thing. If you are wanting more personalized support and coaching, you want like very high level of accountability, hands-on support, I do have my four-month Ditch a Diets Academy. Some people are ready for this and you, you know who you are. The main difference is Break the Late Night Binge is all about ending and regaining control with food in the evening. You're ready to stop the binges. You're ready to stop emotionally eating late at night. And then the Academy is personalized coaching. So we like come on Zoom and you get to ask her questions. um, And it's just a lot of personalized coaching. So you can DM me Academy if you know that that's the next step for you. Okay. If you don't know what your next step is, but you're like, this masterclass was so helpful, I know I need to do something, message me and I'll help you choose the right fit. Okay. By the way, if you join the academy, Break the Late Night Binge is actually included. Okay. So I will send you an email with all the details. I will send the replay of this so you have it as well too. Um, message me. Late night binge if you want to completely stop the nighttime binges and then message me Academy if you're looking for more personalized support step by step process uh, custom to you. Okay. <sighs> Thank you guys so much for being here I can't even believe it's been like an hour and a half just time flew by I just love this stuff so much so I hope regardless you got so much out of this and then for those of you guys who want to dive deeper we will go deeper into those programs. Okay. So thank you guys so much for being here. Message me, please. If you have any questions, like my DMS are open. If you want to chat back and forth about, you know, the right fit for you, I am here for you. So thank you guys so much. Have the most amazing day ever. And we'll see you guys soon. Bye guys.